What's up my fellow scruffy looking nerf herders and welcome to the Carbonite Chat. Today we're going to be talking about chapters 18 through 21 of the last Jedi novel. Uh, there wasn't that much in there. I don't know if I'm just so overwhelmed with the stupidity up to this point that uh, some of the things that I would have thought were stupid to begin with I've kind of become numb to. But this is going to cover mainly that Luke wanted to come and actually go with Ray. I don't know if this is them. I, I don't know. It doesn't really make hardly any sense at all. We'll we'll get to that. The first few chapters is it's uh, Rose and Finn, and they're in jail. And there's nothing really that happens. You just have the typical like Rose mocking Finn. Finn's trying to break them out, and she's like, you know, as soon as that inevitably, of course, doesn't work, then what are we gonna do? And then she mocks him again, starts calling him a traitor. And I don't know if they think this is clever, like it's a reference because it got so popular. The, you know, stormtrooper that yelled traitor at Finn, that whether or not this is something that they think is clever, that they keep referencing traitor in a different context, I, I don't I don't know. Or they're probably just wanting to hate on and mock him as, you know, he's the butt of all jokes. Um but she says that, and then he responds and says, I'm just trying to look after my friend. It, I'm not a traitor. I'm just trying to care for my friend. You would do the same for your sister, and this is when she shoves him. And we have the typical just stupid situation going on. And, of course, they get broken out, and it's all basically the same as the movie, just dumbness after <laughs> dumbness. It's just, uh, God, it's so, so stupid. You know, BB-8 gets fed coins, and then he shoots the police with coins, and this defeats them and then they get away and how did they make their way and figure out to go the way they went well in case you were wondering uh the brilliance of writers such as ryan and jason fry they, they think of something great you know very brilliant you know top of the line and they play wingo wonga which if you're wondering what Winga Wonga is it's essentially the star wars version of any mini mighty mo pick a tiger by its toe Finn wants to go one direction, Rose wants to go the other direction, and so they play Winga Wonga to find out which direction they're going to go, which leads them, of course, to the Faviers. And then we have the Favier running, and it's as stupid as in the movie. It's a bunch of running around, destroying stuff. It's up for you get to see the psychopathic tendencies of Rose. Of course, we all know that she gladly loves to shock and electrocute people like crazy, despite if you do it to you know, horse dog, space horse dogs, then that's wrong and you're evil and awful. But if you just do it to normal human beings that are trying to protect their own lives, that's fine. That's no big deal. That's just what a normal person does. Um, she's a psycho. So she's, they're destroying everything as they're running. And she's just joyous to, as, as, as joyous as someone can be. I mean, it's, it's like Nazi S. She needs to be with the First Order because she's she's a psychopath. She's an utter psychopath. She's just enthralled by what's happening to these people. And she just wishes her sister could see they dreamed of days like this. <laughs> I mean, I've discussed it and it's been so discussed on so many occasions how stupid this whole scene is. One, they're clearly, the five years are all going to be captured immediately afterwards. Uh, you didn't do anything to the rich people. <laughs> One, the rich people don't own these places. You said they get wealthy by selling weapons. And that's the only way, even though there's a lot of other ways. But 
all the stuff you're destroying than the glasses owned by the people that own the casinos here that are just making they're making money off of the other people you didn't hurt the wealthy people <laughs> you didn't do anything to them and then even if they did own it they're going to have some form of insurance so what's happening here you've angered them so they're probably just going to treat the other slave children that you left there and did nothing for even worse not to mention the fact that the police were right there when they saw broom boy open up the door to let y'all out you don't think he's gonna get beaten half to death <laughs> I mean, but this is great this is perfect I and mean, you know utter joy at destroying things it's, it's just pure psychopath so we move past that and they're about to get captured they think you know the ship's flying up uh, the police are bumbling idiots, of course. And so they, Finn says, oh, but it's good that we freed them, which didn't make sense at all anyways. And they got to have this whole moment where, you know, we're supposed to be hurrying to rescue people that, you know, matter to us, like the resistance. But instead, we got to take time out of our day to try to win an award from PETA. And, and Finn says, you know, at least that happens. And she goes, Oh, is this the same Finn that was just before, like, you know, looking around in awe of what was going on in Canto Bite, but now he's excited about this happening? And I didn't even really pick it up just because everything about this scene was just so bad. But yeah, that's just kind of a turn that doesn't make sense. Like, why, why is he saying that this is a good thing? Why, why does he care? I mean, I guess if you see an animal beat, being beat, anyone would try to rescue them but like i don't know it's just odd and the fact that they bring it up in the book just adds to like even they thought hmm this doesn't quite make sense let's write something in <laughs> which is how they do everything and then we got to make sure before we cut away from finn we got to make sure you remember how stupid he is that he's he's dumb <laughs> so yet again we got ex-soldier raised his whole life in an army versus dumb girl that has spent all day working next to pipes one of them understands how to talk with low lifes as they're trying to figure out these things versus the other one doesn't who would be logical in this situation when dj says when the dj shows up to rescue them and they say oh what are we going to do and he's like, uh, he, he goes, she, they're like, all right, let's go, go with him. And he's like, she got to say the magic word. And one of them says, pretty please. Yeah, that's a line. Pretty please. And the other one says, you're hired. Which one makes, you know, logical sense? If you look at the characters laid out, one, no one would say pretty please unless you're a two-year-old. But I understand it's written by, you know, two-year-olds and Ryan Johnson and Jason Fry. But it would... Why do you have Finn saying pretty please? And then Rose kind of like, Rose understands what he's really wanting. Rose understands, just like we'll see later. You know, we've seen throughout. The, the women always understand. The men just never do. Never do. It's just, you know. It's, oh my God. So then we go to Ray and Luke. And we just had, you know, them dancing. That that's sweet moment that was so beautiful, and it meant it meant so much to me. I mean, I'll forever remember 
that moment for the rest of my life. It is my favorite moment in all of Star Wars. So Ray's leaving. She's angry. And this is right before you have the moment with the shirt off. And uh, another great moment that sits deep in my heart with Star Wars. And Ray's trying to decide how she's going to tell Leia that Luke's a coward. <laughs> That's essentially her conversation with herself. So how does she explain to Leia that Luke, despite all the people that he's known and loved, and everyone in the galaxy needing him, he's decided to sit here, stay on this island, and be alone and just die on this island. And she's like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm definitely going to do it. <laughs> it's a, so Ray's kind of debating how she's going to tell Leia, who she talks about all the suffering Leia's dealt with, like as if she knows. She knows one thing. She knows Han died. And when she knew them, they weren't even together. Like She knows nothing, but they act like she knows everything. Maybe she, you know, Maybe she just touched Leia and downloaded all the stuff. I, I forgot about the prior chapters where she's now, you know, Neo or Rogue from X Wing, uh, X X Men. It's just, you know, it's so so stupid. So that's what she's discussing. And then we have Shirtoff appearing. So Shirtoff appears, and it's basically the same as the movie itself. For it specifically touches on that Ray has to focus. To make eye contact with Kylo, she just she just, she had to focus. It was it was so important to her because, you know, a girl raised alone on a desert planet full of scavengers and bad people in her, you know, six, seven, or eight years there, never saw someone with their shirt off. Because they're a classy bunch of people, and they, they didn't ever do that. I get there's a possibility, but it's just, it's so odd to me that this is, it's just so stupid. This is Jason Fry and Ryan Johnson. I think Ryan Johnson even made a comment that he wanted to have Kyle, uh, Adam Driver take a shirt off because he was impressed with how good of a shape he is. <laughs> I may be wrong on that. I hope I'm right. I was, I'm pretty sure I heard that. But it's just like, why is it in there? Why is it in there so stupid? It's just... Oh, man. So then, the kind of interesting part of this is she then goes to the parents thing in the cave and it's as dumb and as pointless as as it was in the movie. Um, She wants to see her parents. Why wouldn't you ask, where are my parents? See, this is the thing. Is this written towards the viewers? It's not written towards how the character would be. She knows what her parents looks like. She was like 10 or 11 at the time when they were take, when they left, when they sold her. One, she's old enough to remember they sold her. But it seems like she's kind of, you know, burying that, which is understandable. People have gone through situations. They don't want to live with the truth, so they bury it. So, okay, I can get that she's kind of burying that. No issue there. But she's trying to find her parents. That's what she's always been doing. She's always known her parents. She just didn't know if they were ever going to return. That, that, was, that was the premise. She wanted to get back to Jakku because she thought they would return at some point. That's it. She's just wanting to find... So why, if you're in a magical cave here, why do you say, let me see my parents? You know what they look like. <laughs> She can see the past, future into people's brains, steal their memories, all this crap. You think she doesn't remember what her parents look like? 
or you don't think that maybe it would be more important to ask the question, where are my parents? Or what happened to my parents? No, it's just, it's, it's stupid. It's, it's, it shows how insane Ryan Johnson is. He talks about we can't do it for the fans. Hey, we don't want to do this about Luke because we don't need to think about the fans. But yet everything he does is thinking about the fans. It's like, no, you think about the fans. You just want to do the exact opposite of what all the fans wanted. <laughs> Point blank. Like, that's, that's what you did at like every step of the way. Even if you liked what was done in The Last Jedi, you can't argue that you had a better idea for Luke prior to this. That Luke just being the Luke he should have been. The Luke that was the same character as before would have been more exciting and more enjoyable to watch. You've convinced yourself now that, no, no, this was good because I didn't know I wanted it, but this is what I really wanted. You know, this is better. This is, you know, it's one of those, it's a gift that just keeps giving. Um, <laughs> but so it just, it doesn't make sense to begin with. So then it shows Luke and he connects back with the force, which, okay. So he connects back with the force and it talks about there's a living force and a cosmic force and the cosmic force has a will. Uh, the cosmic force has a will. And so he reaches out and he's sensing everything and it sees he senses Ray and she's just a beacon of the force and she's just so bright and it's insane how bright and powerful she is. So while Luke's returning himself to the force, the focus is Ray and how powerful she is. But then he senses Leia and that's where they have the moment where he's, you know, they kind of speak to each other across the galaxy. And then it goes to he starts to see that this is, that the Force wanted, you know, the Force wants him, he sees what needs to be done. He sees that Ray was right. So he gets up and he begins to head to go find Ray, hoping that she hasn't already left, because he realizes he needs to go with her, and that she was right, because she's a, she's a woman, so she was right. And <laughs> it seems like I hate women because of how this, I end up talking this whole time, but it's, because of the way they put, there's no equal, there's nothing equal here, ever. Why can't it just be equal? And then it wouldn't be a discussion. It would be just a discussion on the choices of the author. But you can't argue with the way they set it out as every step of the way it's done. They make it out like the all the guys do everything stupid and they screw up everything or they're a coward. And then the woman was always right in the end. We just needed to every time. Like how you can be so just blatant in that and just think it's all right i don't i mean whatever but so he's running to go he realizes that she's right he's realized that she needs him that the resistance needs him that the force has been trying to tell him that he needs to go and do this and you're probably thinking well wait a minute <laughs> in the movie this isn't hinted at at all there's no sign of this and you would be correct, because if you've been watching my videos up to here, what exactly are they going to do in the next page that they always do when they set up something? What do they immediately do? They contradict it. <laughs> so he gets down there, and that's when he sees Ray with Kylo. And he just, you know, force pushes the hut, destroys it, and then he's like, get out of here and leave. And then from that point on, it's, he, he's, he doesn't want to help. He doesn't want to do anything. Forget 
connecting back with the Force, realizing that he walled himself off from everyone, and that walling himself off to protect people from his failure, which is so stupid, that he actually has walled him off from everything, and he's missed all this stuff, and now he realizes that the Force has been telling him that he needs to go back. And there's this, there's this huge turning point in this character where he realizes he needs to go help. He sees it all now. He realizes that he's been hiding away. He's been hiding because of his grief and all of this stuff. But now he needs to go help. But because he sees Ray and Kylo touching hands, he just, nope, never mind, forget it. I'm done. Nope. It's just, apparently, Luke is one of the most weak emotional characters of all. Like, he, he can't handle anything. He, he can't handle a single thing. Or he's just, he's off the reservation. I mean, he's the most weak and pathetic character ever developed. That's what Luke is. Like, how can you go from so, and I, obviously everyone watching this knows I'm referring to how Ryan Johnson displayed Luke, not actual Luke Skywalker. He, he just flips. And so she then tries to fight. He doesn't then say, you know, he doesn't, you know, think, oh, wow. Okay, so she's, she's heading this direction. The Force is telling me I need to be with her. This is probably why I need to be with her. Because if I'm not, then she's probably going to go and head with Kylo. She's going to connect with him. And then that's going to be huge trouble. And this is why the Force is trying to tell me that I need to get back in the game. No. I just need to pull away. I need to back out. And then that leads to the weakest moment of Luke ever. The fact that anyone can watch this scene and be like, yeah, that's my Luke. When she's goes to hand him the lightsaber and say, come with me. He literally, just a page before, seconds before, was sitting there saying, I need to go. I've got to go help. The Force is telling me I need to help. I understand I need to go help. I have to do it for my friends. I have to do it for the Resistance. I have to do it for the Galaxy. I have to do it for Ray. I have to do it for everyone. This is so important. He talks about him speeding up to try to get to Ray. He hopes she hasn't left. Please don't leave. Please don't. I've got to be able to help them. I realize that now I was so stupid making these mistakes and cutting myself off. But now, uh, no, you touched hands with someone. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I tried. I wanted to help. I wanted to help. But you touched hands? You touched hands? Are you kidding me? Whew. I mean, now that I say it, I take it back. I understand why Luke backed back out. So then she goes to hand him the lightsaber. And she, she says she immediately knew that he wouldn't take it. Because he's a man. And man, men are just scared and hiding away everywhere. They either just blow stuff up and kill everyone including the people with them, or they're just cowards that run away. Oh, no. Are we landing, Rose? Are we landing? I'm so scared of landing. I'm a stormtrooper that's been trained up since a child, taking away from his family. My entire life has been war. But uh, please, I'm scared of landing. Luke gets handed a lightsaber, and it's... Oh, no. Please don't. Please don't. Are you going to hurt me, poor woman? Please don't. I'm just an old cowardly man. Please no. Please don't. That's the Luke Skywalker that Ryan gave us. Like and, and many people have argued that this is the Luke Skywalker that we've always had. I don't care what you try to say. There is not 
there has never been and will never be a version of Luke that upon without doubt 100 this is what I don't get is they already sucked they already screwed up everything last Jedi was a horrific horrific movie I mean absolutely terrible I have never had a worse experience in a movie theater in my life. And I know many, many people have had the same issue. And yet, in all of this, they go and add in that, nah, not only, like, they just want to, they want to be lazy and say, hey, just trust us, he changed because of time. But then they go in and add, nah, he came back for a little bit, and he was actually back to the old Luke for a second. But then he, he got cowardly again. He slap, he's even slapping the people that liked The Last Jedi in the face. He's even slapping y'all in the face. Because y'all want to act like, nah, he's a hero later. He wasn't even a coward. Look, he saved them later. No, he didn't. He sent a little force Skype in. He didn't really do anything. He still, he turned coward again after realizing the force was calling him to go help. For Leia, for the Resistance, for Rey, for the galaxy, for everyone. He knew that. He was heading down there. Chapter 21 of this crap, awful novel. He was heading down there. He knew it all. He was rushing to get to Ray before she left because she he knew that he needed to hurry up. He needed to help. It was the force's will. But then because of a slight handhold, he says, never mind. I'm done. I'm out. I'm not helping. And then when the lightsaber's handed to her, him, and then he, she goes, well, then come with me. He hurls and kind of turns his head and looks away. He can't even say nothing. He can't even give a response. He's so weak and pathetic. Yeah, y'all are going to defend this person that wrote this crap? You're going to defend Disney and Lucasfilm now that created this character that caused this to be there? You're going to try to act like that we're awful fans, that we're not the real fans, that we need to chill out, that we're the toxic versions of the people, that we're just sexist and racist, that we can't deal with what's going on, that we can't grow up and learn, that people grow up and change? No, you're just blinding yourself because you want to accept a stupid version that someone put out because they have the rights to put Star Wars in front of it. But it's not Star Wars and it's not Luke Skywalker. It never will be. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Get that through your head, please. Because it's it's sad and embarrassing. There was a moment in a video where Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill, in a conversation, went out and said to, he was talking to the fans, and Ryan Johnson was right there. He says, I kept telling Ryan, like, you can't do this. Like, you got to consider the fans. And Ryan says, I told him that we never, we don't need to consider the fans. And all the people just, ah. And you could see Mark Hamill just went, oh, okay. Well, whatever. Like, this is what y'all are doing. Y'all are going against every single thing that ever happened. Without a doubt. This proves it. It's Ryan just... Even better. I just... I spit on them. I slapped them in the face. I beat their mom in front of them. And I I just beat the dog. I did everything. They They, they cheered me. They gave me another trilogy. They stand up for me. They defend me. They trash their own friends because they didn't like the movie.
That's how great I am. But I'm going to do one better. All those people that loved it, I'm, I'm going to make it even worse on them. Because they'll still defend it. And I bet you will. I bet you're going to try to defend it to me. And all of this. You're just trying to say that this is still the Luke Skywalker we always had. That he just changed. Well, what about the other change that just happened? Yet a minute later, he's cowering in fear. This is what you want? This is what you want from your characters? This is... We're going to defend this? <laughs> it's mind-boggling to me. It's absolutely mind-boggling. And then she says, to add on top of all of it, she says, then if you're not going to help, then Kylo's our last hope. A nice little touch there. Because Luke, of course, was the new hope. But we're, he's a coward hiding away now. So now Kylo is the last hope. But yet we know in truth what she's saying there is Kylo's not going to help. So in all, all in all, she's, the, she's truly the final hope. She's the future. She's everything. She's the one. <laughs> she can just download people's information and... Learn it all right there. And if you say anything negative against her, you're just a sexist. That's all anyone can say. They can't argue you know, story points. They can't argue you know, characteristics. They, they can't. They don't. No one can. It's just it's slinging just crap at people and hoping it'll stick. Maybe if I call you racist, you'll stop saying something. When yet, actually, as my last video said, we're the ones that's defending the fact that you added a black character in there, but yet made them a weak, terrible, pathetic, racial stereotype. And I'm the one, def I'm the one going against a character like Ray being a Mary Sue because I want people to look back and view her as like a Ridley from Aliens or like the Bride from Kill Bill or like we've had with Ahsoka or Asajj Ventress. Or even Princess Leia. And you can go on and on and on with the female characters. There's not a huge hatred out there for Wonder Woman. A lot of people think she's their favorite character from the new EU in, uh, what is it, DC. Because the character was done well. This is what it is. We love the stories. We love Star Wars more than we care about Kathleen Kennedy or Ryan Johnson or Pablo Hidalgo or any of these people. We care about the stories. It's what we connected to. And one of the people that we connected to the most was Luke Skywalker. And this is what you did to him. It's disgusting. It's sick. And that's the end of the video. I'll talk to you down below about your thoughts and feelings. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Never forget your nerf herders. I love you.